this is Heather's Book Bath, and I'm Heather. I tell you about the books I like to read in the bath. What makes a, ba- uh, what makes a book good for the bath? It's lighthearted, engaging, amusing. It's also easily replaced from the secondhand paperback bookstore. In case it falls in the water. But you know, wouldn't it be fun to have a paperback bookstore? With chairs and couches and shelves full of used books to look through? I know of one for sale. Let's go in on it together. We can have meetings of the used book readers and a coffee club. Afternoon tea and a book review. Saturday morning kid hour with a bowl of cereal and a cartoon and a couple of stories and a craft. We can have space for people to record podcasts and film TikToks and YouTube videos and have Zoom meetings. What about having a space for a D&D group to meet and Magic the Gathering tournaments? Actually, this sounds more and more like the public library where I already work, but, you know, let's steal the ideas they come up with on the government dole. (laughs) The tax money that they use to make those ideas, and then we'll put them to use for our own capitalist gain. Well, today I'm going to talk about my favorite sci-fi fantasy books. These stories have a two-headed reputation. Some say they are too silly and childish, uh, most notably, actually the only one that I can think of right now who I've heard say that surprisingly, is Mel Brooks, um, which is why he made Spaceballs. He thought that uh, Star Wars was ridiculous because that is for children, and yet there were a whole bunch of people taking it very seriously, so he made fun of them. I don't think he was right. Uh, He just, you know, monsters and laser guns, that seems silly to him. Uh, Sometimes, though, I think that they go the other way. They are too serious and self-important about the importance of space exploration and getting that human foothold in places, I guess. (laughs) I prefer the lighthearted and clever. I like them funny. I like also where not only are the humans cooperating with intelligent species from other planets, they are uh, also subordinate to them. Admittedly, this isn't as usual in books as it is in movies and TV. Futurama, The Orville, Gallivant, Lower Deck, Disenchanted, Monty Python, The Holy Grail, Ice Pirates, uh, Doctor Who. Those are, you know, Doctor Who can be serious. But it's never self-important. I think that's the big, the big idea there. Even Star Trek is so often light and funny, rather than self-consciously superior. Uh, what I'm looking for is a story with an interesting setting, but a strong grasp of human nature. Often, I find short stories to do this best. Especially older ones. Well, from the 60s. Uh, one I love is about an Adams Family-esque, Munster's-adjacent hillbilly family 
who have occupied their home for generations. Um, they are descended, apparently, from survivors of Atlantis. I think one of them is a werewolf. <laughs> uh, it, they're a little vague, as I recall. Uh, I can't find this story, though. I read it first in an anthology of strange fantasy stories. I think it was called See You Next Week. Um, but upon reflection, it might have been See You Next Tuesday, which is um, a backwards way to call someone a naughty name. It was very funny and light story. Uh, I understand there are others about the same family. I long to read them all. Um, this particular one um, was about a neighbor <laughs> who hates everyone in the world and he wants the family <laughs> to arrange for him to uh, be able to punch everyone on earth in the face at the same time. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't work out quite the way he expects because though the family does that for him they also uh, screw it up for him because they're not really on his side in direct opposition to these fam to this set of stories um uh, the the books about the gray mauser those are the stories about the gray mauser those are uh, pretty grim they're only for reading on certain occasions. They're not universal, like the funny witch family. Even books by the same author may be serious and humorous. Worlds with social unrest and a universe full of bloated and degenerate bureaucracy may be written by an author who also writes stories about a spaceship with a human brain who is looking for a way to love a human man or drink coffee. I must say, it seems easy to make fantasy worlds funny than other worlds. It's hard to have funny westerns, I guess. Though, more than one Louis L'Amour story was clever and amusing. And Maverick manages to make the West funny on screens large and small. Maybe I should try my own hand at funny western short stories. But fantasy stories are full of scope for funny happenings. They're often set in a somewhat medieval time, and of course, the Canterbury Tales are pretty funny. In fact, today you can read more from Jeffrey Chaucer on Twitter. Chaucer Doth Tweet writes up contemporary music lyrics in a Chaucer style. Uh, he's also written a few articles that can be read on the NPR, the National Public Radio website. Uh, one I like best is about Christmas gift giving. It suggests those stemless wine glasses from Guillaume Sonoma and a special blending of the interests of a medieval person and a modern hipster. Clever. There's a series about <clears throat> a worthless thief. It's not that he's a thief and that's what makes him worthless. He's apprenticed to a wizard, meets a demon, sets off on some adventures. He wanted to be a thief, but got sent to the wizard instead. 
he's lazy and selfish. He's not good at either pursuit. He's a problem who makes more problems. It's priceless. It's a scream. Everything goes wrong because he's not good at doing things. He deserves things to go wrong. All he has to do is take the barest care. And he, he just doesn't. The greatest of all these, of course, is Terry Pratchett's Discworld. Funny and wise. In fact, that doesn't really go far enough. They're the funniest things I've ever read. Page after page of misadventures and human characters. He has a grasp of the things that go on inside us. Things that are funny. Things that are broken. Why we would decide to act as we do, for good or ill. Wizards and death. And policemen and trolls and goblins. All of us are human. And do human things. Little witch girls can conquer the queen of the elf world with only a cast iron frying pan and a gang of mini soccer hooligans. Folklore gets stood on its head. And we are invited to look at the stories from every angle. What makes one witch benevolent and another malignant? Was Cinderella a girl from New Orleans share? Who was pulling the Pied Piper caper? The Piper or the rats? I say the greatest, but really, that's debatable. Because there's Douglas Adams. And The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is always enjoyable. I say always because every iteration of it is different. And I don't mean the books in the series. Well, not only the books in the series. Because every one of those books is different from the one before. But... The original story appeared in several forms. He rewrote it every time. The radio shows different from the TV show and the book and the movie and the video game. But every time, funny and light. So I read sci-fi and fantasy books for the enjoyment of an escape. I guess I can't really escape if it's not light and amusing, which should tell you something about me. And in the bath, an escape is more pleasantly attained to that I can attest. <laughs>